Our first reading from the book of Genesis shows us what is undoubtedly the worst moment in human history. Why do I say that? Well, it's the moment when paradise was lost, not just for Adam and Eve, but for all of us, for all generations. You know, God created mankind, um, this body-soul combination of a creature. He created us for friendship with him, something that meant he would bestow gifts over and above our nature, like grace, sanctifying grace, a share in God's own nature that enables us to truly be the friend of God. Adam and Eve were created and then given these supernatural gifts, the supernatural gift of grace. And when they sinned and disobeyed God, they forfeited that gift of grace for themselves and for all generations. They were put to the test and failed. And so, from that day on, all the children of Adam and Eve, all of us, all who've ever lived, have known a world where the norm is sin and suffering, death and evil. Obviously, they're still good in the world, but we all know it's a very fallen, imperfect world. We simply have to turn on the news to see that. But in the midst of this worst day in human history, God promises not to abandon us. This verse, Genesis 3.15, when he says, I will put enmity between you, speaking to the serpent and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. God promises a Savior. Ultimately, that's what this verse is speaking of. When the early church fathers read it, they called it the Proto-Evangelium, the first gospel. This prophecy of sorts about how God would send us a Savior to reconcile us to himself, to win a decisive victory over Satan, over the ancient serpent, an enemy of mankind. But first, there will come a woman who's at enmity with Satan. Who is this woman of Genesis 3.15? What does it mean to be at enmity in the state of being an enemy of Satan? Well, this woman can't be Eve. Because Eve, in sinning, in disobeying God, became, perhaps even unwittingly, an accomplice of Satan. And... All of her children, down through to today, we are born with the stain of original sin, which means we are born in a state of enmity, not with Satan, but with God. Now, that stain is washed away in baptism, but kind of getting ahead of myself there. This can't be Eve. Who could this woman be? It's, it's the Blessed Virgin Mary. And this passage is tied so intimately to the feast day that we celebrate that Mary was, from the moment of her conception, preserved by a singular grace of God, a prevenient grace, a preemptive grace, preserved from all stain of original sin. And she preserved this state throughout her life. 
She is the Immaculate Virgin Mary, uh, this perfect dwelling place for the incarnate Word of God, which would uh, live in her womb for nine months. So, listening to all this, you might think, okay, we live in this world, this fallen world, we ourselves struggle with sin, and we celebrate a woman who, even though she lived in a fallen world, never had uh, to struggle with sin like we do, never knew what it means to be a fallen creature. Yeah, that's true, but she's on our side. She's our mother in virtue of our baptism into Christ, and she intercedes for us. She is on our side and is a powerful intercessor and friend, protector and mother. You know, there's a, a prayer, a very simple one, that I've been saying over and over recently. It's from the miraculous metal, this, this metal that uh, was, uh, I don't know, commissioned or um, uh, became, uh, was what started to be duplicated and, and, and uh, given out in France in 1832. Uh, it was from a vision of Our Lady. Our Lady appeared to St. Catherine Labore in, in 1830. And the prayer inscribed on this miraculous metal image is, O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to, to thee. And really, it's a beautiful prayer tied to this feast day. She is the Immaculate One, and she cares for us. She loves us, and she wants us to become the saints God created us to be, so we ought to turn to her, especially in our difficulties. She wants to see all her children come home to the place we were created to be with God forever in heaven and with all the saints. So let's pray this day and every day that um, we might always turn to Our Lady, our spiritual mother, the Immaculate One, that she might intercede for us and protect us. She might guide and guard us and help us to become the saints we're created to be.